We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Light Years. Sam Spandiari here, across from me, sitting in for Andy. Aaron, my man. Um, that may be the end of politeness on the show right now. Okay, okay. all right, okay. Oh. All right, it was Warriors, frustrating, yeah, that was frustrating. Warriors lose 134-126 to the Clippers. Steph Curry is basically perfect all game. Um, and good. it does not matter. 20 for 28, 50 points. I did not realize he has now tied Wilt for the most 50 burgers over the age of 30. I a record, okay. a record I am almost 100% positive he will own by himself before he retires. Yeah, he'll have just, another. Yes, absolutely. Just, uh, I think he's going to destroy the record, if I'm being honest. He will right? definitely like, have, I mean, at least one seven. More. Yeah, he will definitely have one more. I mean, the first thing I want to say before we get into the game is he turned 35 yesterday. He doesn't mm-hmm. even look close to declining, in my All opinion. Right. Um, this seven number could very easily be 15 before he retires. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. He, We always kind of thought he was a late bloomer, was going to have a later prime. And everything I'm watching indicates um, he's capable of playing at this level for a few more years. At minimum, and yeah. uh, that's uh, unheard of for NBA players, but one thousand percent unheard of for small guards. And he is a small guard. Yeah. So I mean, you can look at CP3. I mean, who who Steph loves to uh, and and did recently likes to poke at as far as small guards. And, and by the way, still a productive player. But yeah. Yes, but not that guy no more. <laughs> not no, that not guy. No not more. at all. And so, like, I mean, you're correct. And this may end up this this um, fifty point game after after thirty years old, um, I think may end up like the ten plus threes record that Steph has. He has twenty three. I think it's uh, Clay. It's not. I, it's not. I think Clay has the second most. It's either nine or eight, and then there's a bunch of dudes, including Dame, Zach Levine, who have three. Um, and this Maybe one. Four. <laughs> this one, this one, I think this one may end up like that where Steph feels like he puts the record away because the way he is playing now, um, and it it is does not, to your point, it does not feel like 
his dominance, his greatness is based on athleticism. It's based on skill. It's based on shooting. It's based on IQ. Um, so I think there is reason to think that he is going to be this guy for at least a handful of more years. So there are more 50 burgers coming. And I think that the, the, the graphic that you were just putting up, um, I think there's reason to believe that Steph yeah. will, for, will for those listening. For those listening on the pod feed, I pulled up the number. Steph has 23 10 plus three point games. Second is Clay with nine. And then right. third is Dame with five. And okay, uh, there's a bunch of threes. And then no, to Larsul's yeah. point, it's a bunch of threes and ones, which just kind of speaks to how um, it just uncharted the territories. Yeah. So I, I think there's I think there's a decent chance because of what we're seeing from Steph now. And because I don't think there is. There's no evidence that he is going to that there will be some diminishment in anytime soon. Um, I think there is. I think there's a likelihood that he makes that plus ten three pointers made in a game record look like plus fifty over what was it thirty years old? Yeah, I I, th- I think there is a. Uh, I I think I think I think there is. I think it's safe to. Not assume, but I think it's safe to prognosticate that that record is going to yeah. look like this one. And that's in many ways what makes tonight frustrating because um, we can we can we can talk about Steph all day and discuss the fact that you know um, I really do think he has a chance to be basketball's Tom Brady. Like he's more athletic mm-hmm. at 35 than he was at 25. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe he's not as, also, not as qu- yeah. not as quick as he was at 25, but like more functionally athletic, mm-hmm. like. 25 year old Steph, it's funny. We're talking about the uh, game two games ago now, but like the it's not 2014 anymore is like a reference to Chris Paul bullying him physically. Mm-hmm. No one can do that to him anymore. And that's that's to his point. And that's where I always feel like he really is kind of th- as close we're going to get to a basketball version of Tom Brady, where I'm like, eh, I'm not sure that he's going to decline at 36, 37. I, you know, I, I 100% agree with you. And it's like, I, th- I think you see it most in he used to get picked on defensively, right? And especially in playoff matchups, right? People would hunt him out and pick on him. And now they just don't. Because uh, they wanted to wear him down. Because I mean yeah, it was it, yeah. it, it's and, and because and because he was susceptible to foul defensive trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just sure. isn't anymore yeah. because of because of his IQ, because of his strength. He mm-hmm. just he's not susceptible to that anymore. So Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's I think that's fair. Um and that's and, what makes yeah. just to bring it back, because like we can wax part about Steph. Um can't, th- can't, there's, actually, there's can no, we please? There's no show that's better at that than Light Years, no offense to the okay. others. Yeah. Uh but um they lost tonight. And yeah. a, a telltale sign of a frustrating Warriors team is when Steph is in that mode. And mm-hmm. every listener knows what that mode is. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the shots he hit tonight were just absurd. I mean, the the floaters, the the kind of in between one footed push shots. That's when I know he's uh, he's in alien mode more than yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, and it didn't matter because he didn't have enough support. Like Zubac uh, basically owned the glass. He did. Um, and then the Clippers just had more guys. The Warriors looked outmanned, looked unathletic, and looked small next to the Clippers. Yeah. Um, 
and you know, they're missing players and there's we're going to get into all of that but that's what's frustrating you know you have the best player between both sides and no offense to Kawhi, excellent player it's not a conversation who's the better player no it's not um, and and so i wanted you and i were you and i were texting um during the game about this mm-hmm. And I had I said I, there was a point I wanted to make about Steph's brilliance and mm-hmm. Steph's fifty point games and him just like being the destroyer of worlds. And I say I, I think I think Giannis is the best player in the world, but Steph's the boogeyman, and Steph is the guy that every, I'm not like, even sure Giannis is. Yeah, the best you know what? Maybe I, look, maybe Steph is the best player in the world. But, but I get what you're my saying. point is he <laughs> is the boogeyman, and because he is the guy that other NBA players have nightmares about. But for whatever reason, and I don't have the answer to this, but for whatever, for whatever reason, when he has these nuclear games, the Warriors are not... Look, the Warriors are going to win most of them. But when Clay, for whatever reason, for when Clay, when Clay has these type of games, I, I saw a stat the other day. Well, he had, I think, 33 uh, in the game the other day. In the 38, first half. 30, yeah, yeah 30, but 33 in the first half. So, when, so Clay now has, I think it was 24 or 25 um, halves of 24 points or more. And when he has them, the Warriors are 24 and 0. So for whatever reason, the Warriors, as far as, uh, as far well, as you translating want, you into want me winning. To answer, you want me to answer that one for you? Yeah. Again, I got the on. answer. Yeah. When Clay is going, the ball is popping. Everyone's mm. feeling themselves. Yes. Uh, to your point, Jordan Poole had an excellent game on Monday night. And mm-hmm. Steph, Steph just had a, a ho-hum great game like just yeah um, 30 20, yeah exactly like 20 at 23 i believe he had on above 50 percent shooting he yeah. just he was just feeding the hot hand that type of game it was that kind of game tonight you watch this game they kind of scrapped the offense midway through and just went steph high screen steph get going um and i think it speaks more to the limitations of the team when they're going clay is the beneficiary and like to mm. his credit um he can kill you and he's done it for a yep. decade to everyone in every moment. Right now, they're not good enough. And it's a lot of Steph save us. So it's like, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. Because to me, the biggest issue is they're small and athletic. Uh, we're mm-hmm. kind of bearing the lead on it. And I, I won't even call it bearing the lead because Steph is kind of the story. But it's like, look, man, Wigan's been out a month. Yeah. Uh, so let's, Andre, let's, Andre yeah. Godala, um, this is wrist, two dunks, surgery, two yeah. dunks on the season, and two injuries. <laughs> <laughs> Andre is going to be one of my favorite Warriors of all time. Um, so, do we I think? Really, by the way, I do really we think this is his not... career ender? I mean, we don't know. The Warriors haven't haven't established what the timeline is, but I think it might be the career ender. And it, as far as Wiggins, so I was struck by the the Clippers just having guys over and over that at wing, like wing sort of guys just kept making plays whether Eric Gordon had, I think, I think it was 14 in the third, but Batum was making all of those like dagger threes. Um, and, and the Clippers depth showed, and it, it did show the, it did put a highlight on the absence of, of wigs. Um, we can talk about, yeah, I like neither like you and I don't, you maybe know more than me, but neither one of us knows like exactly why, we have all heard things about why he might be gone, but no, none of us actually know. Um, and then there was kind of a back and forth today about what fans are yeah, owed. Let's, let, let's, so, let's hold off on that real all quick. All right, we'll, we'll hold um, off on it. 
Yeah, I mean, but it, I think it showed that it showed the absence of Wiggins um, today or yeah. tonight. Like, just guys, just the wing, the wing size guys or wing players on the Clippers, kind of getting what they wanted. I mean, they have they, they have like six or seven of them, and the Warriors only had twenty year old Jonathan Kuminga, who I thought gave them good minutes tonight. Yeah, but he's twenty and, and coming off an ankle injury. Yeah, and it's a lot to ask of a guy that young to step into being the wing stopper for mm-hmm. a team. Um, yeah, like going through the rest of it with the Warriors here. I mean. Dante is playing 33 minutes. He's closer to 6'3 than he is to 6'5. Yeah. I'll put it that way. He's been yep. a revelation for the team, but I don't think when they signed him, they thought he was going to be the guy who's guarding Kawhi Leonard on the regular, you which is what, what which is what this game devolved to. Yeah. Clay always will put forth a defensive effort, but even though he's pretty much back offensively to who he was pre-injury, he's not defensively. Um, not the player you want guarding Paul George or Kawhi Leonard the entire game. And then um, to your point, uh, Wiggins out, Andre Godala out. Um, and by the way, Iggy looked good. For, Iggy had looked good when he was he, in. He looked like pretty spry and like he could contribute something. So he did. It, he did. It, 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 like he's played, I don't know, whatever, eight games this year. So that's mm-hmm. kind of the throwaway, but it does feel like a loss because recently he was looking like a contributor. Light Years Podcast kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn, durable frames, and extremely clear optics for outdoors adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection, insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they they told us they'll send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. If you don't love them, you can also exchange for a new pair, return them, or you can return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Light Years Podcast always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving our best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code LightYears for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. We got, we got a super chat from Awesome. Game was lost by Joe Lacob. They need wings. Kerr just needs to play. JK more than 17 minutes. Steph is great, but Wiggs needs to come back. I think that's what we're getting at. Like, what's mm-hmm. frustrating about this Warriors team is in my mind, I'm thinking if Wiggins does come back, they get GP2 back. That plugs a lot of the defensive holes on the perimeter. But is it enough? That's a debatable question. Um, you're looking at this roster, Ryan Rollins, A, never played for the team all year, B, he's done for the year. They have an open roster spot. That's two. Patrick Baldwin's a rookie. That's three. Mm-hmm. Andre Godala's older than the coaching staff. That's four. Um, at a certain <laughs> point, like you start running, you're sneaking in older than the coaching staff. That's funny. I mean, but... at least at least like some of them. You know, yeah. not yeah, not yeah. all of them. Yeah. Not all. You know, yeah, Kenny yeah. Atkins still still got years on him. Yeah. Um, and it, it kind of speaks to a point where it's like this roster needed everyone to be healthy at all times because it has no margin for error. 
Uh, and, and it's very frustrating to deal with that when you see the level Steph Curry's playing at, which in my opinion, still as good as any player in the NBA. You may think Giannis is the best player in the league, but I'm not convinced he's better than Steph Curry. I'm not convinced if you gave them equal teams, Giannis's team would come out ahead. And, and that's the point. There's only yeah. a few guys in the NBA who you can make that case about. It's like Giannis, LeBron, if he's healthy, you can always make that case about. Steph, you can make that case about. Um, I think that's it. Uh, I, I might throw I might throw KD in there. Um, uh, yeah, but, yeah. But, but you get my yeah. point. It's like yeah. it's a list of three to five, depending on how you feel. Um, and it sucks to throw those type of years away. It really does. And I don't know if they're throwing it away right now, but it feels like it's teetering on the edge. This loss puts them in the sixth seed, mm-hmm. um, pulling up the standings right now. I mean, it's also why it was crucial because they were tied with the Clippers for fifth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a one game up on Minnesota and Dallas. Unclear what's going on at Dallas, but Minnesota's feisty. Um, two and games Kat, up. And Cat may play basketball again yeah. in his two games at some point. Two games up on the Lakers, who had a terrible loss to the uh, Rockets. But yeah. uh, t- putting that aside, they're playing as good of basketball as anyone in the Western Conference, and their schedule is very favorable. It's, it's favorable, yes. So, so I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like, it's not that I expected them to win the Clippers, but throwing away performances like this sucks. Well, I, sucks. how much of it, I mean, how much of it to you, and I don't know the answer to this, but how much of it is as simple as they, the Warriors are the destroyer of worlds and they're the 73-ish win Lakers at home, uh, Warriors at home, and on the road, they're the Washington Generals. Like, <laughs> Maybe I mean, it is as simple as that. But why? Okay, why do you think it is they're so terrible? There's a good article on the Ringer today, um, uh, breaking into the numbers. Um, and newsflash: teams shoot better than them on the road. Yeah, it's it's um, always everybody says it's a three point uh, defense, three point shooting defense that everybody says that's what it is, and by the numbers, that's what it is, and mm-hmm. that is largely based on luck. So I think it's probably more than that. But I don't have well, a great you, answer. And Steph, your, Steph has been asked about it. Draymond's been asked about it. I'll give you my theory then. Please. I, I mean, because it is like it is first off, this stark is shocking. First off, there's no way around it. This team has gone through what I would define as five or six different seasons. They didn't go through a wholesale roster change at the deadline like some teams, but early season with Wiseman getting force fed minutes mm-hmm. mid season with finding something then injuries then mm-hmm. more injuries it's they have not had a consistent flow they're not a deep team they can't really afford injuries the way they did last year mm-hmm. um and i think more than anything de- defense defensively they kind of fall apart when they get punched in the mouth on the road um and that kind of speaks to personnel more than anything for me. It's one of those things where, uh, yeah, dude, you miss Andrew Wiggins. He's missed 30-ish games this season. Yeah, uh, Everyone's everyone's yeah, talking he's about played, tw- He's played 30-something, yeah. The, he He's missed 13 in a row right now with the personal matter, but he also missed another 12 in December, and he missed another uh, five or six in January with injuries. So he's, he's just had a nightmare season. Anyway, you want to slice it and he Mm -hmm. is your best wing defender. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, uh, there were some bets on young players, which didn't work out. Um, and and there's just been a myriad of things which lead to them being kind of soft on the road. That's really 
where I'm so at. With it. You you mentioned them getting punched in the mouth on the road and not responding to it. And I think that <laughs> I don't I don't think this is what your intention was, but I'm, I'm we're gonna go with it. I think that we have to at least discuss where Jordan Poole getting punched in the mouth by Draymond, like that's one of those things like it doesn't matter unless it and, and that's and that's and that's but part that's of it kind too. of been the specter that's, hanging over the whole thing right that's another thing the, yeah. the punch at the beginning of the season the wiseman minutes they fix it they go on a run for 10 games two of their starters get injured yeah that gets fixed it, it's 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 been a little bit of everything and you cut your depth you you get a couple bad breaks and here's where you are. I know there's a contender in here, but it kind of mm. involves everyone being healthy and locked in. Like it's one of those uh <laughs> the margin's thin, I'll put it that way. So uh I, I've been on here before talking about other like national uh podcasts that I mm-hmm. listen to. And I think this came from the Hoop Collective, the Windhorse and the Hoop Collective one. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a fair assessment of the Warriors, right? Like at some point you just are what your record is. Yeah. But I, I'm not picking against the Warriors in any series until I see somebody beat them. Mm-hmm. But that is not based on anything we've seen this year. So to have faith in the Warriors, and I do, but to have faith on them, it's based on the body of work over the last 10 years. Yeah, you, not you the body yourself. Of work, not the body of work with this team specifically. At some point you you, you give the benefit of the doubt to guys who've done it for 10 years. Um, and I am, but and that's, that's like, all, and that's really it, all that's we not have to based go on. Of. That's not based on anything yeah, with this team. So it's weird, correct. right? Like, and again, I just said, I'm not picking okay. anybody to beat the Warriors. Uh, like, I'll believe it when I see it, but that's not based on anything this year. So, so let's, um, let, let, let's get into some other stuff here. So yep. one, uh, Andre broke his hand. Mm-hmm. Does not look like he's come back. The Warriors still have an open 15th roster spot. Mm-hmm. I, I, they have to make a decision before Friday I mean, at this it's point. Anthony they should, it's, I mean, it's just they Anthony should have Lamb, made right? it. Yeah. And like, we can argue about like how much utility he has when you get to serious playoff basketball. But like mm-hmm. at this point, I don't know if Anthony Lamb would have been the difference in this game. I know he would have played 15 minutes. Right. Um, and who knows if he makes a couple effort plays that lead to a couple more open shots that lead to a win. Um, you know, this team needs every productive player it can get at this point, right? Because, like, if we want to yep. get into tonight's game, who was productive? Steph, Clay, Poole, although Poole is skittish. but it might be the whole list. Um, Dante. Draymond, who's going to be suspended for the Atlanta game, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Looney, who did Looney not have okay. a, he did not have a, gr- he's okay. Zubach got the better of him. So, yes. um, yeah, I, and then uh, Kuminga, yeah. So, I mean, like, they're dealing with a six, seven, eight man rotation, and they need, they just need more than that. Like, I don't know, I don't know what else to put it. Like, it, it's, it's so, that's one thing right there. Um, and then we're going to get to Elephant in the Room, which is Andrew Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to pull up two pieces of media. One from Colin Cowherd real quick. Okay. Him and Nick, Wright. Note, noted, uh, Warriors hater, Nick, Wright. 
he started Draymond Jordan and just hasn't worked itself out. I was told last night that Andrew Wiggins likely doesn't return for the season. It's not 100%, wow. but the Warriors have come to terms with that. Now, now take that for what you will. Okay. Bob well, Myers. Else, what else we got? Yep. Bob Myers on 95.7, our friends over there, uh, said the opposite. He said, I have not heard that. He said, uh, we are still hopeful. Nothing different than before, but same answer, unfortunately. Okay. I get why you got to ask. I get why the fans are interested. There's nothing wrong with that. But um, we got to respect him and his life and his privacy, just like I would respect yours. But that doesn't mean people have to like that answer. But, but in our opinion, it's the right answer. Uh, certainly, uh, I'm sure he wants to be here. We want him here. But beyond that, I can't help shed light because if I was in the situation he's in I and I asked people to keep it private, I hope they would. So just honoring that, respecting that, gotcha. nothing really new. I shared last time that it wasn't the plan that he wouldn't be back. I know some people have reported that. I haven't heard anything along the lines of he's not coming back. There's speculation on that, but I haven't been told, hey, look, I'm not coming back. Nobody said that to me. By the way. Yeah, okay. What Bob. a politician, Bob. Yeah, okay, just, Bob. I, 50% of the way through it, I didn't even know what he was talking about. He's like, you know, and, and this world and, you know, people want to know and, you know, people want to know. And I know it's just, yeah. just talking in circles. Um, I'm going to tell you how I read that one. One, okay. uh, there's this impulse to say coward doesn't know anything and he makes it up. He definitely talks to people that does not mean it's anything more than speculation of what people around the league are saying behind the scenes. That's what I assume I, it is. I, I, I 100% correct. Yes. Um, and Bob Myers statement to me sounds like a guy who does not know. Um, and doesn't want to talk about it. Right. He didn't yeah. say, I didn't say I haven't been told I've been told anything. He said, I haven't been told he's not coming back. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. If someone was going to be told that he's not that Wiggs is not coming back, Bob Myers would be first or second on that list. So correct. It's it's I mean, getting it's, a bunch it's of getting to him within the ten minutes. Right. It's a bunch of nothing. Yeah, it's a it's a bunch of nothing. Um, and I think there is a fair conversation to be had about what we as fans, like uh, Warriors sure. fans, um, are owed. I think that is a fair conversation. And I think the answer is we're not owed, like as it relates to Wig's life, we're not owed anything. But I think it's fair for Warriors fans to question like, what's going on here? Like, let me prepare. And by the way, the Warriors probably know the the Warriors stakeholders, uh, Bob Myers, Kerr, Steph, et cetera, et cetera. I'm sure they know more than we know, and so yes. they have a good, they yes. have an idea of what they may be facing. But even as fans, I think it's fair for Warriors fans to say or to wonder, like, what's going on here? Do Warriors fans, do I think it is? Yeah. Do I think the Warriors need to tell Warriors fans why he's out? No. But I think it is fair for Warriors fans to want to know, like, what's going on here? Like, are, is that's, it another week? Is he done for the season? That's like, where I think I'm, that's fair. That's where I'm at with it. Um there's a weird impulse to silence people for asking the most common question of what's going on. Right. Um, yeah. I don't think you're going to get an answer 
Um, and, no. and sorry, just it is what it is. Like you can't force people to to speak when they don't want to speak. And you know, honestly, like it's fine. But 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 it's, but it's, it's fair. 100% like hundred percent. Let us know what we're dealing with here. Yeah, but also more than that, um, I don't think it's worth talking down to people for wondering why the starting small forward's not there. Um, yeah, especially after this long. Yes. Yeah. So, like, if you if you want to say, look, if if the Warriors want to say, hey, it's personal stuff, we're not talking about it, which is basically what they've done. We support yeah, that's him. Pretty much the line. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. That's fine. Fine. But I do not. I don't think it's unfair for Warriors fans to have pushback to say, like, a week from now, a month from now, in the playoffs, not at all. Like, set our expectations. What yeah. is going on? Right. Because if you say, "Hey, he's not coming back at all," then we can say, "Like, okay, I get it. I don't love it, but I get it." And that exactly to your point sets the expectations. So I think. I think the 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 only thing fair, and I and I don't care, but I think it is not unfair for fans to want to know, like, not that nobody needs to know, be in his personal business, but a week, a month, not at all, like, sure, that's a fair ask. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, I don't know what the correct answer is in terms of communication. I just know that a lot of fans invest a lot of time in this and it's very common for them to want to ask what's going on. So I wouldn't, I would never talk down to someone. No, because here's the thing, like in my opinion, at least if Wiggs is, is available and right. And him and, and like how he was in the playoffs, I think the Warriors could, could win the whole thing. If without him, they can't. So it, it like it is, in my opinion, it's a fair ask. Yeah. And uh, we got a comment here from Solomon saying the team doesn't think he's coming back, but they don't want to close the door. It seems, I don't know that it's that I don't know that they don't think he's coming back, but it's very clear to me that um, it's not a, you know, it's not an injury will reevaluate on Friday situation. Um, they're not unclear. doing that. Wiggins will be reevaluated. And, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's it's a little more um, unclear. Nebula. It's nebulous. So, yeah, it's nebu- nebulous is the best way to put it. And yeah. so we're gonna have to see. And I- I'm just gonna leave it at that for the rest of the show. Like, look, we're gonna have to have this conversation pretty much every time. Yeah, but I agree with like, you. I think it is unfair to talk down to fans that yeah. have these questions. I think that's unfair. Yeah, you can't you can't hit them up for money and say invest in this team and oh my goodness how cool is Wiggs let's make him an all star and then when there's no clue of why he's coming say be quiet don't ask us what's up you know that's yeah. not how that works and anyone telling you that that was a shot at K-pop is what I heard there but exactly I I need to know you know. <laughs> Okay, you hate K-pop tell, is what all tell I heard us there. What is up, K-pop? No. I mean, I, it's it's one of those things where it's like, don't no one's no one's being malicious when they ask this sort of stuff. So um whether they need to know or not is a different conversation, but it's like I, you know, I'm not gonna get mad every time I get a text, uh, a DM, a reply asking me what's up with Wiggins. Like, how dare you? You know, so no. 
Uh, and by the way, know, the league, the league at large, certainly has thoughts on this and certainly has ideas. But I mean, the questions are fair. Yeah, it's 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 fair. This week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Sword Vitality. Listen up, Dub Nation, especially all our guys out there. We have a special offer on the newest addition to your daily self-care routine. Do you shower? Brush your teeth? And I know you manscape to keep the ladies in your life happy. Listen, no shame. Self-care is cool and manly. And that's why you need to add Sword Vitality Excalibur to your daily routine. Sword Vitality Excalibur can encourage optimal sexual health by increasing blood flow to help you thrive when it matters. Trust me, you might think your girl's happy, but what if she could be happier? This 30-day regimen designed to benefit your reproductive function can help maintain a healthy libido and stamina. Now, who doesn't want to last longer? You'll be proud of this product. It looks good on your shelf. It sure as hell feels good, and it shows your partner you care. Add Sword Vitality to your pregame, and you'll always be ready for game time. Visit SwordVitality.com now. Use promo code LIGHTYEARS at checkout for a nice discount. That's SwordVitality.com. Use promo code LIGHTYEARS, and that discount won't be the only nice thing that you'll be getting. Let's get to uh, let's get to some voicemails here. So let's get it. What's up, guys? It's TJ. I'm probably gonna be calling every after every game now that I found <laughs> his number. But yeah, kind of uses as my therapy call, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm calling with <laughs> Love a minute it. left in the fourth quarter. First, I just want to say Steph is crazy. Steph is we're witnessing crazy stuff right now. But yeah, I counted about ten trips down where Clippers just scored or got a board every time down. I don't know what's going on with our defense. I don't know if we're just not – I don't know what it is, man. What do you guys think about the defense? What can we do better? Is the defense on the road just harder? I don't – Zubox was a beast on the boards as well. So was Westbrook. Yeah, sucks, sucks that uh, Curry's 50-something point game. I think he'll get 50 by the end of the game. But, yeah, sucks that his game kind of – he did all that, and we still – I think we're still going to lose. But, yeah, thanks for taking my call. Later, guys. First off, TJ, appreciate the call. Call yeah, in. Keep the number, yeah. As much as you want. Um, I think the defense is as simple as they're outmanned. Like, mm-hmm. this game just felt to me like no third big. Third, sorry. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then was, you're, you're missing. That was optimistic. You're missing most of your, your best wing defense. Like, at a certain point, uh, you can only effort up defense so much. Like I was impressed with the Warriors' effort, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and and that's what makes it more frustrating because they were just they're a little too small, little too unathletic, just physically overwhelmed. And I'm not sure there's a tactical enough adjustment Steve Kerr can make with the current bodies he has. It's more of like get Wiggins back. Um, Hopefully Andre's hands not so bad. I, that seems even less realistic. Yeah. Um, and and like fight through it a little bit. Like they need they need more size and athleticism. So I don't have the answer, but mm-hmm. I think that there's something. Obviously, again, I don't know what it is. I don't know why it is. The Warriors are among the best teams in the world at home and on the road. They're the Washington Generals. I don't know why. Um, but as far as it, as far as it relates to this game specifically, it was, 
I think I, I think I can look again. I think it was 44-36 Clippers on the glass. And I think the Clippers had 16 offensive rebounds. And at some point, it's not about – this is a college football thing, but I don't, and I don't remember who to attribute this to. But at some point, it's not about the X's and O's. It's about the Jimmy's and Joe's, right? Yeah. And, like, Zoo like, – they're just too big sometimes. They're just too big for the Warriors. Um, and the, there, are, there are structural advantages the Warriors can have punishing them in other ways. But the Clippers beat their ass on the offensive glass. There you go. I, I don't think it was the – I don't think it was the Warriors' defense as much as it was just they, because of personnel deficiencies, mm-hmm. could not compete on – or could not or did not compete on the offensive glass. Yeah, I mean, they almost got it done just on pure <laughs> Steph. None, none of that shit matters. Steph's gonna just hit. They almost got it done. Eighty percent of his shots, and that's yeah. that should tell you everything you need to know. They needed Steph to shoot eighty percent from the field and from three to compete when they're this undermanned. Anyway, um, Tim, you want to get to the next one? I'll tell you, I can't tell you from open name. Man, that that performance was very nice, but that was definitely like 2021 season over again. It hurts, and now Draymond's suspended, but he was playing terrible tonight. I'm wondering if, how do you guys think that, do you think he's going to be missed more in the next game against the Hawks with their, you know, big guys with the Congo and Capella, or do you think he'll open up the floor more for us and work in our advantage? On to the next. Hopefully they can go two and three like Andy said, but eh. Yeah, I mean, okay, so I don't think missing Draymond works to their advantage because they're too undermanned. Mm-hmm. Um but there is always the possibility that no Draymond leads to pure Nelly ball and just pure like it, it, it might be one of those outlier games where Clay hits eight threes, Steph hits his eight which is now what we just expect yeah, every game yep. pool pool hits six and that type of thing. Um, I, I think it's possible because Atlanta sucks in their own yes. ways. Yeah. Uh, they don't defend. Um, and we have know, no idea what Quinn Snyder has done. Yeah. I mean, he's, a good, co- he's, he's a good coach, but he's been there what four games. So yeah, and it uh, hasn't been different. No, and I don't expect it to be different till next year. So um, it's one of those things where like, maybe, but you know, it's it's a complete variance play if it if it happens. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we underrate not you and I, but just people in general underrate uh, Dre's contribution to the offense. Yeah. So I think it's very fair that Steph is going to have a harder time um, against Atlanta than he would normally because of Dre. But I, I, yeah, it it might be let's get let's let's get it cracking. I mean, the Warriors are playing a bunch of. Six three, six four, and under guys. Anyway, so I think it's definitely possible that it's not a huge hindrance. But I do think Dre is underrated offensively, for sure. All right, this is the last one, Tim. Like Steph Curry is a bad guy. You just watch Steph Curry. Just get healthy. Just get Wiggins back. Get GD two back. Like you watch Steph Curry. Like this, you can win the Like he is that good. He is too good. Get Wiggins back. Because he is ready. This he is ready for number five. Like he is too good. And we're ended there. He is too good. There's not much else to say. I'm mad over this game. I'm frustrated. Yeah, it was frustrating. Um, 
He's good enough to win the whole thing by himself. I agree with that. Yeah. Steph better. The rest of the Warriors, not so much. <laughs> uh, we're going to end it the there. The rest of the Warriors, hashtag not as good. Hashtag worse. No. no. I mean, it's it's. we'll see We'll see where they go from here. But um, I, I feel like these are the most frustrating conversations to have because people want something deeper than get guys healthy and see what we have, but there's not much else to really say like well, and trash on the road, just, just hot garbage on the road. Sure. I, and I, I don't, I don't have an answer. I don't let you do, but either. I, but I think a lot of road woes are defense and they're missing their two best def- perimeter defenders. One of those is GP two yeah. who granted yeah. they reacquired. And yeah. still haven't played, but like we know he can change the game on defense. Yes, that, that's that's a factual absolutely. statement. Yeah, and the absolutely. other one's Andrew Wiggins. And so um those are two factors that can turn a game and they game on the road the and they and they don't play. Neither of them have played since the all-star yeah. break. And absolutely fair. um, you know, uh it, it's really that simple. Uh until we see this roster full, I can't actually say that they're as um mediocre is a record but at the same time sometimes if you just can't get healthy you are as mediocre as your record so it's kind of like you can look at it both ways it might just be what's going on it's a snake bit season or piece of hope that other guys are coming back well i think all of that mm-hmm. I, I, yeah no i think i think both perspectives there's merit to both of them all right we appreciate we're gonna leave appreciate you aaron have a great night guys anytime